0: A
1: radio show that confesses Christ
0: without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes Scripture seriously without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to Table Talk Radio.
2: So here we have the the promise of the virgin birth already. And, And now it says that He, this promised seed, shall bruise you the serpent on the head so this and you will bruise him on the heel so uh, this is talking about the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus so this is the first gospel
1: what in the world the Lord's (laughs) Supper is to help rediscover your innate goodness Holy smokes. That's like saying that glasses are to make sure you can't see. It's like saying your shoes are there to make sure you can't walk. It's like saying saying a boat is there so that you sink to the bottom of the ocean. That's the goofiest thing I've ever heard. Councilman Darren Latham. Thank you, Mayor. On
2: balance, I think as far as whether we do it on the 6th or the 12th, it matters
3: about as much as my collection of Table Talk Radio points.
2: Hey, welcome to another edition of Table Talk Radio. I forgot about that. Table Talk Radio in the public record. That's right. In the minutes at, uh, where was that, somewhere in Texas? Moose Jaw, Texas. <laughs> no, I think you're getting our two fans confused. Um, <laughs> uh, well, this lineup of Table Talk Radio includes some bumper sticker and church sign theology and Ten Commandments in the News right after we do some buzzwords. And uh, respond to some listener uh, response. So um, I'm writing that down because I forgot. Church okay, sign. good. And you might want to look up some Ten Commandments sometime during the course of the show. All right, show, I'm too. on it. All right, uh, but don't you worry, I've, I've got uh, bumper stickers and church signs all already for you. All right. Thanks to our our hot uh, our hotline at one 385 SOLA, where you can call in all your church signs and and emails. A uh, lumpy, by the way. Why call, called did we that to solo? Solo. So-la. All right. Fine. <laughs> uh, Lumpy called? He's yeah, Lumpy, Lumpy called just like five minutes before we got on the air and said that he had some business to take care of. Um, so he has the week off, I guess. Um, yeah. He, he's still upset that he hasn't gotten a check from Table Talk Radio. I don't understand. I'm kind of tired of that guy anyways. Yeah. He's really not all that funny anyway. <laughs> I know. Kind of boring. <laughs> I think it's just his voice that drives me nuts. I mean, he's okay. <laughs> it's just his voice.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> yep. All right. Okay, uh, you have a buzzword? I do. Propitiation. I am reading, by the way, uh, from the Lutheran Cyclopedia, 15, 1927. Propitiation. The Greek equivalent also translated mercy seat, Hebrews 9.5. And it's equivalent to a Hebrew word meaning a covering properly the covering, or lid, of the Ark of the Covenant, where Jehovah communed with the representative of his people, Exodus 25 and 37. On the lid of the sacred Ark, the high priest once a year sprinkled the blood of the sacrifice in order to make a propitiation for the sins of the people. All this furniture and action was, uh, was typical. Christ is the propitiatory sacrifice for the sins of the world. His blood covers our guilt, and we obtain the benefits of this propitiation by putting our confidence in his atoning blood. It's true that God requires no outside motive to induce him to pity of the sinner. In this sense, nothing is needed to render him uh, propitious. But in which the mercy can be obtained for the sinner, uh, the change which takes place in the individual sinner's status is that brought about by the application of Christ's merit to the individual through faith, particularly of Christ's suffering and death. So, propitiation, or mercy seat, atoning sacrifice, covering. All right. Um, Was that from uh, the... the Christian
2: Encyclopedia, the Lutheran thing? Yeah, but
1: it's the Concordia Encyclopedia Before, it was the Christian Cyclopedia. Ah, this I see. Is the okay. Well, I have my That's theological... That's sounds so old-fashioned.
2: I have a theological buzzword. It is evangelism. And uh, I'm going to give you two definitions. First, from Theopedia, and second, from this Christian uh, uh, Cyclopedia, uh, the LCMS. Nice. all right. All right, first Theopedia. Evangelism is the proclamation of salvation in Christ to those who do not believe in him, calling them to repentance and conversion, announcing forgiveness of sins, and inviting them to become living members of Christ's earthly community and to begin a life of service to others in the power of the Holy Spirit.
1: Whoa. <laughs> All That's not right. Theopedia? That's Theopedia. The Calvinist one? Yeah,
2: yeah. Sheesh. I think it changed, though. Have you looked at this lately? It's got to be the same one, though, because there's this advertisement here to buy the Puritan hard drive. So it's got to be the same. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, they reformatted it? I haven't looked. I'll check yeah. it out right now. Don't worry. Okay, because... Maybe we just changed Facebook to Theopedia
2: here. Because yeah. uh, they don't have the random article anymore. I, I figured you were despairing
1: because of this. No, no. Oh, look at... Oh, man, look at this. Yeah. Theopedia has been taken over by the revivalists. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready
2: for then the uh, the definition from uh, the, the Lutheran encyclopedia thing? Okay. I hope so. Well, yeah. Evangelism means preaching the gospel, literally gospelism. It is that activity of Christians which tries to bring unregenerate mankind under the influence of the gospel and to win and keep souls for Christ.
1: What do you think of that? It's a little bit better, but... All right, this sort of the uh, man's activity. Why can't it just be evangelism? Is I mean, you know, you know, what we're really talking about when we talk about evangelism is conversion. Remember how we should talk about conversion more? Mm-hmm. How I'm always on that uh, stump, mm-hmm. beating it. So conversion is an act of God. So he does uh, incorporate the preaching of the gospel in that. But anyway, yeah, and then
2: yeah, that's good. So evangelism is your buzzword. Got it so were you surprised at that definition from theopedia
1: inviting them to become yeah, living yeah. members of Remember we got this we got this layers though it's like American Christianity is like a layer cake but the problem is imagine imagine make instead of using like chocolate and then cream cheese stuffing and then something nice and fluffy on top or whatever imagine you make a layer cake like this first you put down a little green salad <laughs> then you put down kind of like pureed chicken breast and then on top of that you put your dessert layer you know and then you pour your iced tea over it. That's the layer cake of American Christianity. So you have you have at the base, you have John Calvin run through Jonathan Edwards, Puritan-style Calvinism. Then on top of that, you pile up revivalism uh, via Charles Finney. Then on top of that, uh, you, you I mean, modern evangelicalism has this really kind of weird mix of both um, uh, kind of social ethics uh, and mysticism. They put it all in the blender. So you get a so you get a Calvinist blog talking about human decision. <laughs> yeah. What in the world? You have these different
2: types of evangelism according to this page too. There's E1, E2, and E3, and E0.
1: Oh, I've heard of that. <laughs> I've heard
2: of that stuff. And then the, then there's what different in the world? different styles of evangelism. There's, um, uh, tracting, open air preaching, rational evangelism. <sighs> to be a, goodness. Yeah. All right. Or we can just believe that. Uh, God converts people through the gospel.
1: Yeah, forget it. That's way too simple.
2: Okay. Well, I ha- we have a, uh, a voicemail to respond to, and here it is.
3: Hello, Table Talk Radio. I'm interested in the multi-site strategy for churches. My LCMS church has recently announced that it is going to go multi-site. I know the early church was one church in many locations. They want to use one site to reach out to the 20- to 30-year-olds, another to reach out to the families. I'd love it if you could talk about the reasons for or against a multi-site congregation. As I think about it, it seems that there is a real problem. Our church has been very focused on the mission, and we do things that try to bring people in. It's been happening slowly. Where do we draw the line? Should it be drawn at the golf league? At the classes aimed at stress? How about the class for those who are hurting from addictions? How about the exercise classes or financial classes? Maybe the mindful eating class? Well, they're okay because we use biblical principles, they would say. It seems like multi-site, especially to the specific groups they are aiming at, comes from this philosophy.
2: All right, thanks for calling, and uh, th- th- this is uh, a-, a good question. Um, well, first, let's deal with the, the multi-site concept uh, in general. Um, if If the early church was one church in many locations... That one church was not a one congregation, but one church uh, that is the Lord's church. Um, so we have that today. We have one church in many locations. We have Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado, and we have Faith Lutheran Church in Rogue River, Oregon. Uh, this is one church because it's uh, the Lord's church, which he instituted. Um, uh, but it's in many locations because uh, it's a long drive uh, for the saints at uh, in Rogue River, Oregon, all the way to Aurora every Sunday. So we have it in yeah, many locations, right. but um, we what we don't have a concept of is a single congregation um, making
1: multi-site, and and that that is that is bizarre. Do you have insight on this, Pastor? Yeah, this, so I mean the, the church growth guys do this too because you have this. I mean, I think it starts with these massive egos, which I mean, so, so some people have massive egos. I, I'm not. I don't wanna. Speak against anyone in particular, like myself. <laughs> but you do when you have a massive ego, you have to realize that it's a sin. <laughs> I mean, I think that's kind of the first part—to uh, realize that this is a wrong way to think. But what happens then is you say, "Well, we're going to start a church down there." What you'd normally do is you'd start a separate church. Mm-hmm. But you say, "But the problem is, we like this preacher up here." So instead of starting another uh a church down there with their own preacher and everything else let's just uh just kind of make a wing for our church the west campus and then we'll pipe the dude's sermon over there mm. so everyone can sit around the video maybe they have their own praise band and everyone sits around the uh uh the screen and watches watches the pastor preach the same sermon in a bunch of different places it's a, it's like a simulcast sermon right it's really so, kind of weird so, and then so maybe they have stri- Eucharistic ministers there or something <laughs> they distribute the lord's supper but you got the pastor on the TV. Yeah, so if we were to
2: start a new congregation and let, let the saints call their own pastor, as uh, the church has always done, then they wouldn't get that that dynamic preacher who uh, has every Sunday, uh, So, which is the reason people come to, to see this one preacher, right?
1: Yep, so the this, preacher's dynamos. So that's what drives this multi site thing. Uh, I think this whole different demographics and different functions is just an excuse. We'll talk about more of this right after the break. Don't
2: go away.
0: The guard, he's Table Talk Radio <laughs> Now that's just silly
2: I was feeling pretty Christian I was loving all my neighbors When I saw that bumper sticker there I didn't think twice My hand went for my horn And I pushed it with
0: conviction When I saw that lady's finger About put my heart on ice Cause
2: I was just flipped off By a silver-haired old lady with a honk if you
1: love Jesus sticker on the bumper of her car
2: <laughs> bumper sticker theology is the game you're listening to table Sock radio <laughs> hey if you're if you're an uh, an uprising ar- music artist the re- prerequisite to becoming big is writing a song about bumper stickers <laughs>
1: You I mean, just find so many of them. I would like some of our upcoming budding musicians to write a few songs about church signs. Yes, that'd be nice.
2: All right. Um, before we move on to bumper sticker theology and church sign theology, we're still uh, in the middle of responding for this this voicemail uh, sent to us one eight hundred three eight five SOLA one eight hundred three eight five seven six five two. Okay, so uh, we we dealt kind of with this that, but he he a, a really good question. The question here is. Where do we draw the line uh, in, in bringing people in? What about these classes of, of uh, overcoming addictions and, and things like that? Um, and I, I mean, I, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with holding classes at your church. I mean, if if people people at my church want to say, hey, we should we should have a class for those struggling with addictions, um, I would say, you know, fine, let's 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 do it. I mean, it's nice when you get people from the community in, into your church. Uh, and uh, you know they have to find someone else to teach it. I mean, I I, I wouldn't be able to, to. I don't. I haven't been trained to 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 teach people to deal with addictions. I've been trained to call sin a sin and to uh, to forgive on in the sin and by the command of Christ. Um, uh, but outside of that, uh, I, I I don't have training. Um, but I think there's a difference though in 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 doing something like that, a, a service to the community, uh, versus. Uh, actually, changing the worship itself, changing the church itself, uh, in order to bring people in.
1: Right. The main thing that the church does, the thing that's essential to the church, is preaching and administering the sacraments, and that so it's it's both essential and central. So that the uh, the energy and effort of the church is is um, is concerned first of all with that, uh, maintaining the purity of the doctrine for the sake of the saving of men's souls. Uh, now, if there's other things that can be helpful, for example, the devil loves uh, people to be addicted. And the, and as much as we can do uh, to help people free from those addictions uh, is um, good. Uh, the, the devil loves for people, I mean, this exercise class, I suspect that's, I mean, I, it's weird to me when a church does an exercise class, but I mean, as long as that's not the main and essential thing, I suspect it's all right if everyone's, you know, it, 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 the problem is, I mean, don't do whatever you do. Don't do this praiser size. I mean, that's <laughs> like, you know, bad practice and bad doctrine all wrapped into one. Yeah. Um. But you know, if you want to just say, hey, we're you know, we're gonna get together and crunch it, uh, in the church basement, uh, for half an hour or whatever. That I mean, it's fine. I but, mean, see, but I don't think... don't neglect the preaching of the gospel. But yeah, and I think this is the thing when the, uh, a
2: church. A church, uh, you know, puts on these classes and things like that. I don't think the the point should be um, bringing people into the church. I mean, I, I think when you're when you're putting on a class for the community, uh, I think that you're just trying to service your neighbor. You're trying to you're trying to give to your neighbor. Um, yeah, that's right. It's not a bait and switch sort of thing. Right. Yeah.
1: Um.
2: So so we've talked a little bit about our church. Uh, Thrivent wants to come in and and do some sort of a, a, a class on on. Uh, I don't know finances or something like that and we've talked about it. and there'd be nothing wrong with it yeah come in and learn about learn about finances uh, we're not doing it to try and uh, you know bait and switch people and it's not church uh, it's just it's just a class that we're offering as as uh, you know so that our neighbor could be served with better finances
1: um, so that doesn't really fit the multi-site model though <laughs> yeah the multi-site model has this you, you divide everything up into demographics and then you have a approach for each and so here it we're going to have even a so yeah, uh, you, it starts like this: we're gonna have different worship for youth versus worship for old people, or whatever. Right. You go to you go to the old fogey worship, <laughs> classically called traditional, and then you go to the uh, hip and cool worship, uh, called contemporary. And then, but now you say, uh, look, you know, it's really kind of a pain that we got this organ hanging around. We need to we need to even have the architecture uh, catered for each sort of demographic group. Mm-hmm. So now you you build a you build another site. Just yep. as crazy, and that, is, mean, and that is problematic is
2: because because look, Paul says that we are uh, one body under uh, this one Lord uh, who who is our who is our head, one one faith, one Lord, one baptism, uh, and so uh, to, to to divide then the the demographics um, is to, is to divide the body of Christ, um, and and so this isn't this isn't what our Lord our Lord wants us to gather gather together as one body to partake in this one loaf of holy communion that we're actually in fellowship with one another and you're you're dividing the body of Christ when you divide it by demographic. Yep. Which okay. bad. All right. Uh, let's do some bumper sticker theology and church sign theology. Here is the first one. Again, the number if you have uh, if you see a church sign or a bumper sticker. If you have sticker, a telephone, if you have a telephone. <laughs>
1: Uh Evan's probably against telephones over there. <laughs> 800 uh, By the way, just post cents. it on our Facebook page that you're looking for a few more liners and we'll get a few ideas here. Just uh just drop the bait in the water and watch the fish swarm. Good, good. All right, here I'll we report go. Report back in a few minutes. Hey Evan and Pastor Wiffmuller, Mueller just riding through an area that is seems kind of uh mediocre so I was thinking of you guys and past a <laughs> First Presbyterian Church. I think it's a PCUSA church with a sign that said, Ooh. what we weave, W-E-A-V-E, what we weave here, we will wear in heaven. Aside from the uh, Elmer Fudd-ish tone to it, I was wondering what else you thought about it. <laughs>
3: it's important to hear in your response.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you for keeping our meteorocity going. All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: doing a mediocre radio show and it made me think of you. Who was that guy? What? Did he give us his name? No, no. Hmm. I wouldn't I by the way, if I called into this show, I wouldn't tell you my name either. In fact, <laughs> I'm not even sure that this is really Pastor Brian Wolfmuller. He's probably over <laughs> in Aurora, Colorado doing some good pastor stuff and I'm just using no. it as an alias. Ooh.
2: Lumpy, has, <laughs> we're actually talking to Lumpy right now, would even know it. Uh, lumpy has <laughs> has bound Pastor Wolfman, their hand and foot, and put a gag in his mouth in front of the office. I'm taking over.
1: Oh, That's right. All right. Yeah, the Lumpy takeover. I forgot to start a Facebook page for Lumpy. <laughs> I gotta... So, got yes. So uh, what you we having here, one Facebook page is enough. I have to have
2: another one. <laughs> I need that's to create right. an alternative ego so that way I can have more Facebook pages. Good grief! <laughs> There's, no, the one person can't handle all this ego. <laughs> Maybe you should have a, a multi-site I got so much for your personality. Facebook.
1: It's almost multiple. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, that's right. This is a multi-site radio show. We're just gonna. <laughs> uh, wait, I guess it is already.
2: That didn't work. Okay. Um what you wear sticker. Here is uh what you wear in heaven. Uh so this is the isn't this kind of the Rick Warren theology going on? That uh if you you know uh, your whatever good work you do is it earns your reward when you get to heaven?
1: We're gonna call this worldview the Christian karma worldview. <laughs> Let me pull up my worldview list. Yeah, how's that worldview list coming? I don't know. We haven't done this in a long time. So right. I invent new ones every time we do this. But um, So the Christian C- Table Talk Radio Worldview Catalog. Um, ah, garbage in, garbage out. That's what it is. Karma. There's a Christian karma version, which is um, good works out, good works in heaven. The Rick Warren... Uh, uh, it's it's easy to get to heaven. It's hard to get to the really nice neighborhood in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> but this this is this <laughs> it's like what was that show? <laughs> moving on up to the top. Find, uh that's the um, finally got a piece. Yeah, what's Jefferson's? that show? Jefferson's. Jeffersons. This is the Jeffersons version. We're moving on up to the top.
2: Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> but you know this this a lot of people think this. I mean, th- this is uh, uh, you know one of those things. It's kind of like the kind of like end times, you know, because it's so uh, pervasive because of the Lost uh, What It Left Behind series. That you mm-hmm, know, a lot of a mm-hmm. lot of people who would who wouldn't otherwise think this have this theology. Uh, this is one of those that a lot of people just kind of have under, underneath all their other theology. That it, it, the good works that you do here on earth. Um, you're rewarded in heaven for them. And I love this. Uh, Oswald Beyer, uh brings this up in his book, um, Living by Faith. He's quoting um, Paul Gerhardt, who's writing to a son. <laughs> he goes, because, you know, remember Paul Gerhardt lost his entire family, you know, his wife mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. all but like one of his one son. Anyway, so he, he's writing this letter to his son. And he says, do good to others, even if they cannot pay you back. And here you're expecting... Uh, Uh, Paul Gerhardt to say, uh, because God will reward you in heaven. But he doesn't. He says, because God has already given everything to you in Christ. (laughs) So we we don't do good unto others because we're going to get rewarded. We do unto others because we have already been given all things by the death of Jesus. That's why we do good to others. And so we don't go to heaven expecting some sort of reward on the basis of our works. We go to heaven expecting a reward on the basis of Christ's works. Which will far supersede the good, the, the blessings that we could gain by our works. So, which would you rather have, blessings by your works or blessings by Christ's works?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll take, uh, I'll take number two. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I by the way, here you want a little uh, Luther. Uh, he, Luther says it's true there'll be a difference in yonder life according as they have labored and lived here. Uh, one will have greater brightness because one has worked and suffered more in his office according to the things the Lord has given. Ah. But there will be still one Lord and God in all, and one in the same joy and bliss. In short, all will be alike before God in faith and grace and celestial bliss. All right. We're going to be right back
2: on Table Talk Radio. Don't go away.
0: Logical game show too outrageous for television. You're listening to Table Talk Radio.
3: Some folks got stickers on their car like God's and I found it.
0: Some folks' necks is all run sore from the crosses they hang around it. Their some school attendance hang right down to their knees. But by their crabby faces, you think Christ was a disease? Well, don't put that. On your card if you can't live up to it. Don't wear that button saying, Praise the Lord, if you ain't gonna do it. Last well, thing this song I'm hoping that you all will realize. If you ain't living what you preach, we don't advertise. Some
2: folks Welcome back to Table Talk Radio. It's something that all these uh songs about bumper stickers uh are about people who are not uh living up to their bumper stickers.
1: I know, I know. It's like the uh, you know, the Pharisees had their good works. We have our bumper stickers. Yeah, this is why uh, the Table Talk Radio
2: bumper sticker is available on our website, tabletalkradio.org, <laughs> so that the expectations are set real low if you have this bumper sticker on your car. <laughs> You don't have to so worry about. So going to
1: be singing a country song. <laughs> I saw this guy with a Table Talk Radio bumper sticker flipping
2: me off. But see, no, because you would expect, you know, expectations be low when you see a bumper sticker of Table Talk Radio. So anything right, that right. the driver does is going to be just glowing, you know. I mean, he crashed wow. into
1: me because he was laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> his, his 57 Chevy ended up upside down in my front yard. <laughs> all, right, all right, let's get to another. So we got the dynamite worldview, by the way, now.
0: Dynamite.
1: <laughs> Moving on up. All right.
2: Here's the next one. Uh, well, here it is.
1: Hi, this is Joel in Peoria, Illinois. I have a church sign for you.
3: Uh... This was on an ELCA church sign. It said, Faith is caught, not taught. Thank you for your continued mediocrity.
1: Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank girl. you. <laughs> <laughs> all these accolades are hard to deal with, really. Oh man! Uh, but I have we, to should say have warned, we should I have warned we should have warned Jane that we're having phone calls today, so there's the <laughs> chance of excellence because our listeners are better than us. Sorry, so. Jane. Okay, okay uh, you're all right, Jane. The faith is
2: received, not taught. Or no, Ta- it's caught, 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 caught Caught, not taught. That's like a right. virus. It has remi- has like has um, a rhyme, huh? Like Ebola. <laughs> hey, that's kinda like the theme song that, that uh what what that guy say, the bump music that, that people act like Jesus is a disease or something like that? Did you hear that? <laughs> I didn't I wasn't listening. I was posting on Facebook again. Hmm. We got tons of liners by the way. You not paying attention to the show? Shock. How is it – this is nuts that you you post something on Facebook, and minutes later, like, do people not have lives that they're like <laughs> – Oh, that's it to you, insulting our listener. I'm not insulting our listeners. I'm just insulting Facebook users.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, because hardly anyone uses Facebook.
2: Oh brother! If the, okay, if there's anyone listening on to this this podcast, I got
1: on this machine the other day, and I I call, I pressed a number, and someone picked <laughs> up the they picked up the machine and started talking to me. Do they not have lives? All right,
2: I'm putting you on executive session for a second. If anyone here is listening to the show and does not have a Facebook account, if you will send me an email at Evan at tabletalkradio.org, dot org, I'll send you a, a TableTalk Radio merchandise, uh, a free a free TableTalk Radio shirt or something like that. All you have to do, like, say that or, or if you have Facebook and you close your account permanently, I will also send you a free Table Talk Radio uh, shirt. There you go. Wow. There's the offer. You're giving away gifts for people logging off of Facebook. That's I, incredible. I feel like we need to start rewarding society that is still sane. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
1: if someone cancels one of their Facebook accounts but keeps their other one open. Yeah, like you. I'll cancel Lumpy, I'm but I can't. Keeping... My... <laughs> That's right.
2: I'll have to have someone validate this, make sure people aren't just saying that they're canceling their Facebook account.
3: <laughs> you have
1: to find someone on Facebook. <laughs> Lumpy will
0: do the hard work for you
1: yeah. for a price. Anyway. Uh, what are we talking about? Uh, theology. No, faith is caught, not taught. That's ridiculous. As if Jesus didn't say, go and make disciples of all nations, (laughs) baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and catching them all, (laughs) uh, and exposing them to all the things that I've exposed you to. That's absurd. Never mind what Jesus said, though. We got it better faith is like a disease you know the idea here is that um uh is that you demonstrate faith so that see so that and this is just pure pietism that faith is seen not in doctrine but in life see that so that now you live the faith rather than speaking the faith never mind that paul writes faith comes by hearing It'd be like this: faith comes by rubbing shoulders with someone. You, know? <laughs> you go and someone silently sneeze on someone, your faith. I'm gonna go and rub my faith boogers on their shirt or something so they catch the faith. It's gross and wrong. I'm against it. So what world view would this be? Would be? Let me see my catalog. The problem is I only have three worldviews so far.
3: <laughs> Jesus is my progress. homecoming king.
1: Garbage in, garbage out. Bread Alone, and the new one, Dynamite. <laughs> I like uh So i got to create a new worldview for pietism, which is, um, I know what it is, a little less conversation, a little more action. Mm. After the Elvis song. All right. All right, you ready for another one? Oh,
2: yeah. If you have some, send them to uh, questions at tabletalkradio.org or 1-800-385-7652, 1-800-385-SOLA.
1: <clears throat>
3: The closer you are to the sun, the less likely you are to get burned.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Pause it there. Pause it, pause it it quick. I'm going to guess that sun is spelled S-O-N. All right. Now keep going. I accidentally stopped it.
3: The closer you are to the sun, the less likely you are to get burned (laughs) on a UMC church in Iowa. Thank you.
1: He doesn't say. Sorry. Oh. I'm sure it's right then. <laughs> all right, UMC—that's United Methodist Church. Yeah, they're all over our case now. Oh, that's right. Well, they're—they're they're on Lumpy's case. They can't blame us. It's Lumpy's. Right, Lumpy's. Lumpy's. That work. guy's a loose cannon. <laughs> <laughs> so the closer you are to the sun, uh, the less likely you are to get burned. So, uh, uh, snuggle up close to Jesus, and you'll escape hell. That's the idea here. That would count as uh, the snuggle up close to Jesus. Is the Jesus is my homecoming king worldview? I don't know. By the, the way, any kind of proximity language, we got to just be careful of. It's not necessarily wrong, but it's just you just have to be careful talking about being close to. God. But that one isn't
2: talking about uh, the homecoming king one. I I, I don't know if that one fits. You don't know huh? because uh, <laughs> because it. I mean, the it's not emphasizing this this uh, you know. This romanticism of and the, which is the idea behind the homecoming king one right?
1: right 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 so there's do you find romanticism in that 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 church sign or whatever it it's just any kind of, I'm just I'm telling you any sort of proximity talk just automatically flips my mind over to that okay see. okay <laughs> but well, I mean I could be a little bit sensitive to that. Well, I don't want to. You probably don't know. Did you go to homecoming, by the way? Uh, No, I didn't actually. (laughs) I got out of it. So I don't. You have because you have no experience. (laughs) Uh, Poor Evan. That's right. You were you the homecoming king? Yeah, but I think the vote was rigged. (laughs) Never mind that. Uh, so <laughs> the votes were like table talk radio points. So
2: when there. when your classmates uh, went to go fill the ballot and they thought, hmm, who would be most qualified for this position of high regard? Um, they thought, you know, Brian Wolfmiller, <laughs> he deserves this. <laughs> Is that right? Is that oh
1: man, <laughs> he, he
2: he has the character and the quality that I want in a homecoming king. <laughs> And then I was those same students I was, <laughs> they they leave there and then they go for, for
1: president by the same standard. I they I just you know of course that uh, who they stuff the ballot box you know 10 votes each or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's another one. I was by the way also my class vice president. I don't know if you knew this but uh, uh this was How back in I the know di- this? Why,
0: what
1: was it? Why Why, why ask why vote for your bud Bry was my slogan which is a little bit better than my most recent political slogan, when I was trying to get to be a delegate to go to the Synodical Convention, and my slogan was, Don't worry, I won't vote my conscience. <laughs> <laughs> Figuring that's the only way I could get elected to that little position. But then I, I, uh, I, I tricked them into letting us run as a ticket, so then I ran with the person who I knew would be uh, elected president. So that was a smooth, little, there you smooth go. little move, I thought.
2: All right, time for one more quick one. Church time
3: salvation is what we receive not what we achieve
1: hey i kind of like that how one. about
3: that a
1: good
2: one <laughs> 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 all right salvation is what we receive not what we achieve that's pretty good hey yeah, that's good so i think that's a that's a good one to end on don't you I do. Let's stop there. All right. Tear down all
1: the other church signs.
2: All right, and then after this commercial break, we're going to be playing Ten Commandments in the News. This is our game where we read a news article, a news headline, and then we discuss oh, yeah. which of the Ten Commandments uh, this news item deals with. If you have any questions or comments we want to hear from you, send us an email, uh, questions at tabletalkradio.org. If you have a complaint, the, the email is prbw at tabletalkradio.org. If you have fan mail, it's Evan at tabletalkradio.org. Uh, or you can give us a call on our voicemail system, 1-800-385-SOLA. 1-800-385-7652 is the number. A lot of our listeners just plug that number into their cell phones and save it for when they see their church signs and bumper stickers to report it to the Tabletalk Radio hotline for the next time we play uh, church sign and bumper sticker theology. You're listening to Table Talk Radio right, at, right after this commercial break. Ten Commandments in the news.
0: Time hosts, full time nonsense. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. Today I don't feel like doing anything.
2: The Pastor Brian Wolfmuller theme song. Welcome back to Table Talk Radio. and uh, Yeah, that's right. That's anti-pietism.
1: That's the Romans 4-5 text. Now, to those who do not work, but believe. <laughs> All right. Uh, By the so way, so that's the opposite of a little less conversation, a little more action. True. So, Ten Commandments in the news. Uh, we read a yep. news article
2: and then yep. talk about which... Ten Commandments involve uh, is involved in the article. It doesn't have to be breaking the commandment; just uh, how how an article deals with commandments. So this helps us uh, frame our mind into thinking that the commandments uh, are are constantly at play, constantly going on uh, in the world around us. And it's good for us to start thinking uh, in this category. Also, we've added on this little uh, casual apologetics conversation game to it too, of how we might bring this article, bring this topics, the Ten Commandments. Uh, to talk to someone, to to evangelize.
1: <laughs> you can't use your Sorry. own word. I know. I might to wanna... look for news evangelism in the news here. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> remember how we made a vow to try to remember our. Uh, I
2: know. I was thinking words. I I missed my opportunity to talk about propitiation when I was talking about good works earlier. I thought, man, and you you missed your opportunity when you were talking about multi-site, man. That's okay. It's got to be in the news. Uh, so uh, let's see. My news item for you is uh, Facebook, Twitter, show, teen social networking, unfriendly side. <laughs> just kidding. That's not my real one.
0: Uh, shock.
2: All right. Uh, here is my real one, though. Mississippi rejects abortion amendment. Ohio uh, repeals anti-union law. Really, I was going to deal with the first part. Mississippi rejects abortion Yeah, I have amendment. that one here, too. Yeah.
1: Um personhood bid to ban abortion. Yeah.
2: Mississippi voters Tuesday rejected a controversial amendment that would have defined life as beginning at conception, while Ohio voters repealed a law that limited the, uh, the collective bargaining right of public workers, CNN projects. The two ballot measures had national implications as Americans voted in an off-year election. The Mississippi amendment would have made it impossible to get an abortion in the state, and hampered the ability to get the morning-after pill or birth control pills that destroyed fertilized eggs. Dis, um, disposing of unused fertilized eggs could also have become illegal, making in-fetal fertilization treatments more difficult. National Right to Life groups opposed the measures, and the Catholic Church in Mississippi called it
1: extreme. Oh, really? Does that Excuse surprise you? Um, it it does surprise me that this didn't pass in
2: Mississippi. No, does this um, surprise you that National Right to Life groups opposed the measure and the Catholic Church in the Mississippi called it extreme?
1: Yes, that does surprise me. Why did they? I, that's but it, I mean I don't know. I don't, I mean, whenever you have a quote, uh, dear journalist, let's try to make it more than one word. <laughs> Extreme. <laughs> they like, they said, and I quote,
2: extreme. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sheesh. But I'm looking for that in my... Or I don't have it here in my uh, little article, uh, that extreme business. Uh... Huh. <laughs> okay, do know. you want to talk about this now? <laughs> yeah, okay, what Ten Commandments is it? Okay, first of all, abortion has to do with the Fifth Commandment because you're killing somebody. <laughs> Uh, it has to do with the Fourth Commandment because the government has the job of protecting people's life, and it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous, and I have no idea. I have no idea why this is, we're still having this conversation. Why it would be all right for the government not to protect the life of a baby in the womb? That's unbelievable and completely unacceptable. I think in 20 years or 70 years or something, people look back on the on the on the 1970s to the to the 2020s in the United States as the Dark Ages. Like we look back on the Middle Ages, you know and say, uh, people were living in huts and you know straw and nobody had shoes and no one could read they're going to look back on this era and say, "Oh yeah, that's when everyone was killing their babies. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just barbaric and ridiculous, so the fourth commandment government should be protecting people's lives this should it, and this does not have anything to do by the way with uh, uh, with the gospel or with the Christian religion. It's just a matter of being human. I mean, what any mother has the, the and father has the strongest, strongest impulse to protect their children, not to murder them. That's absurd. It also has to do with the eighth commandment uh, because it has to do with the court system. Uh, it has to do with the sixth commandment because generally the children <laughs> that are being killed are the result of uh, people not being married. Uh, that's like 92% or something crazy like that. So, so anyway. I'm surprised it's that low, to be honest. I what, mean because that because yeah. that would
2: that would imply that eight percent of married couples want to abort their babies which is just astounding I know it all right I should say eight yeah, percent of the abortions are of married couples yeah. Uh, but yeah i get you're right it happens but but that that yeah. should say something shouldn't it uh that the real problem here is that people um are are conceiving out of wedlock uh that when, yep. on, when only eight percent of the abortions are are uh, by those who are married, well, it seems like marriage is really the the lifesaver here. Then, yep,
1: that's right. So I mean, so you see it in the Bible: break the sixth commandment, then it leads to breaking the fifth commandment, then now it's it's corruption of the F- fourth commandment. I mean, it's just miserable. And of course, I mean, there's idolatry too. So first, second, third commandments, because the, the I mean the you know, at least the um, at least in the ancient world, when they killed their children, it was to satisfy the wrath of God. Now it's just because it's inconvenient. What uh, that so that you have the idol of convenience, which is just incredible. That's j- uh, just terrible. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you have a oh wait, do you, want, do you want to talk about this in terms of Kaka? Yeah, let's do that. Um, you could start though, because because uh, I'm all worked up.
2: Well, anytime you're talking about something like this, uh, it allows you to talk about sin. Um, this is, uh, well, you you say this that that the uh, that that uh, this casual apologetics conversation game is, is all about uh, knowing two things: the Ten Commandments and the Creed. Uh, so you have the Ten Commandments out before you, and and this allows you then to talk about uh, to talk about sin, that that that, that uh, uh, talking about killing. Um, now, is killing wrong? Is, is there a morality at play here? And when when you get talk to the talk about this issue of morality, talk about right or wrong, um, then this this always uh, plays the way for us to talk about to talk about sin, and then we can talk about the one who who gave his life for us uh, for that sin. Uh, so that that's um, maybe a way a way to
1: go there. So all right, we have three minutes for your for your article. <laughs> well, I got. to... I wonder if I should. I have this one because I have a little news thing for Turkey, so it tells me whenever anything blows up in Turkey because we're going to be there a year from today. Uh, But here it came up. Wild turkeys of Staten Island are multiplying and getting grouchy. (laughs) Uh, I have another one about Iran and nuclear weapons, but let's stick with this one here. This sounds more fun to me. Wild turkeys of Staten Island have multiplied and grown ornery a year after officials vowed to keep the birds in check. Ocean Breeze residents say they're sick of sharing their streets with the menacing gobblers. I'm scared. The turkeys keep coming and coming and coming. They never stop, said Sula Persevic, 37, of Ocean Breeze. The officials told us last year they'd have to solve the problem, but now it's a year later and there's more turkeys, not less. A handyman, Persevic, said the feathered pest have gotten so curmudgeonly uh, that he and his wife were afraid to let their two daughters, ages 5 and 1, play in their yard. The turkeys are bigger than my children. And we aren't afraid, uh, they aren't afraid of people or even cars. Officials at the State Department of Environmental Conservation, the agency responsible for controlling the turkey problem, refused to comment. Uh, This guy purchased a sonar machine to shoot the birds away, but his plan backfired. They didn't mind it one bit, he said.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Maybe
1: uh, we've got a solution here. Why don't we start sending our show? (laughs) <laughs> to, uh, to ocean breeze new jersey uh, and uh and maybe the uh wild turkeys will go running for it. Okay,
2: um I one commandment that's being dealt with here is the fourth commandment uh, anytime we're dealing with government and uh in this case there's some sort of a agency that was supposed to be taking care of protecting uh, protecting property, persons' property—that's uh, important—and
1: also uh, protecting. Yeah, yeah, I have a line on property. The filthy animals are like a game; they take over the street and yards and poop everywhere. <laughs> <It is. laughs> uh, but also, the,
2: there's there is an issue of protection of life here. They were concerned about the the you know five-year-old and the one-year-old being trampled by these turkeys. Uh, so that would be fourth commandment, and also then fifth <laughs> commandment that the the turkeys are murdering <laughs>
1: murdering uh, the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Murdering marauding wild turkeys. Oh. Um I was uh, I was one lady is asked how do you feel about turkeys? And she says, How stupid can you get? Why do you want to know how I feel about turkeys?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what the journalist needed. One more poll quote and couldn't quite find anyone else to interview. And then and then she actually oh, quoted some that residents person. are taking matters into the yeah that's right some <laughs> residents are taking matters into their own hands around thanksgiving <laughs> dun, dun, dun. hungry residents can be seen scooping up the turkeys up and down and driving away with them
2: <laughs> all right then in the final 30 seconds of the show you can you can do a casual politics conversation game <laughs>
1: Where'd that turkey go? Oh, man. That's, we're missing a turkey. I don't know what you say about that person. I think you just laugh. I think the way you do casual apologetics is say, look, if you blast Table Talk Radio from the back door, turkeys won't be seen for miles, baby. Seen for miles. All right, that's it for us. Thanks for
2: listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio.
1: Well, where the points are like you thinking evangelism is your work.
0: You've been listening to Table Talk Radio. The views expressed on this show are that of the hosts and do not reflect the views or opinions of this station. We would like your feedback on today's show. Call us toll-free, 1-800-385-SOLA. That's 1-800-385-SOLA. Or send us an email, questions at tabletalkradio.org. You can listen again to this show or any of our past shows on our website, tabletalkradio.org. Thanks for listening and tune in again next time to Table Talk Radio.